Words About Books is filmed before a live studio audience. on the internet that I know of, filmed before a live studio audience. I am, of course, your host, Seldown. Seldown. I am, of course, your host, Nate. Okay, 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 Seldown. And I am joined, as always, by Ben. And tonight, we've got a lot going on. Ben, buddy, my main man, do you know... What brings us out here today on this special episode of Words About Books? You know I don't know what you're talking about because you told me to get on my computer. We're recording a live episode. And I said, what do you mean live? And you said, well, we're recording it and editing it, but it's live. And now we're here. That sounds like what I said. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this. I don't. Ben, you know but, I don't uh, know this. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal in the publishing world. Oh, yeah? The self-publishing world? Goddamn right. <laughs> I, I reached out to a friend in the business. JT. Get, get, get this, man. Okay. Apparently, Kevin J. Anderson and Brian Herbert are writing Dune. Like, the first one. Like, they're just rewriting it. Like, a reboot or a replacement. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And, uh... They actually don't want the heat from rewriting Dune, so they're kind of pawning it off to some other guy, some other popular writer. And uh, he's consulting with an indie author. Is it Christopher Tolkien? No, shit, he's dead. I've got here a couple pages of the hot new Dune titled Dune Reloaded. Dune Reloaded? <laughs> Dune. Extra spicy. <laughs> You want me to read some of this? Yeah, I mean, as a Dune fan, I I gotta know what direction they're going. Is Duncan Idaho gonna play more of a role, or? Well, I don't. Is, I don't it's... have that. I don't have that down here. I only managed to get a couple pages from a few different scenes. But are they okay? They're not in order. I, or are they in order? Uh, they're they're gonna be in order, but they're kind of from all over the book. Okay. And there's a lot of editing from from I guess. Uh, I guess, like, their editor, he, he crossed out a lot of stuff on, on one of these scenes. Okay, so are they trying to, like, incorporate more of the uh, the prequels, or... Well, how about we how about we just jump right in? You can be the judge on, on what they're going for here. Okay. So so here's Dune Reloaded. Oh, boy. This is really going to put our Klein podcast on the map. Peter Klein's. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> By Klein and Kleins. <laughs> Heroes of this podcast. Yes. Titans it's, it's of actually the really uh it's really fortunate that those two were chosen. I don't know how they decided on those two specifically. I'm shocked they were available. Yeah, I mean they've got a lot of projects in the fire. Uh I know Ernest is gonna have uh, a new movie out, and I'm sure Peter is he's doing something. He's got a new audiobook or something. 
But they they happen to to start writing Dune Reloaded. So uh, here here we go. Well, I guess you know X X Heroes or whatever it's called is going to be an HBO series now. The beginning is the time for taking the most delicate care that the balances are correct. Dozens of books, movies, and miniseries have attempted to tell the story of what happened on Dune, but every single one of them got it wrong. So I want to set the record straight once and for all. Here's what really happened. And that's from the real story of Paul and Dune by Princess Arulin. That's how the book starts off. Oh, so Princess Arulin is, is writing a, a tell-all book about her experience <laughs> with Paul? Apparently. There, there's a weird thing that happens his... uh, in a moment. <laughs> okay. Is, so, so is this like a chapter heading? or is Yeah, this, this like is one of those the, chapter headings. Book? Yeah. Because it, okay. then it goes, it starts talking about Paul. And this is this is that first scene with him and the Gam Jabor. And it's written. It's not in, the first scene, but okay. It's written in 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 Ernest Klein's style. It looks like his his really descriptive. Okay. Like you almost feel like you're there. Right, right. Like I'm in a, a haptic suit, in in a like one of those meetings where it's like it's not. I'm not there, and my avatar is not there, but it's like my avatar is really there. Yes, and you can connect with everyone on a purely mental level. Yeah, okay, I'm down. Paul was a young man and son of the powerful Duke Atreides. His family had just been given the desert planet Dune. It's just called Dune. uh, In exchange for their rockin' palace of Caladan. Dune was the most desired of all planets because it had the spice, the most important resource in the galaxy. Dune was a desert planet, like the planet from one of Paul's childhood movies. Dune also kind of sucks. As a desert planet, Dune was dry and hot and almost uninhabitable. There's also a lot of sand, and it's messy, and it gets everywhere. I see what he did there. (laughs) Yeah, I I saw what he did there, too. I thought that was pretty clever. (laughs) There's also some natives that's, there. That's just for the super fans. Not not everybody's going to get that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's also some natives there who aren't part of the empire that Paul and his family are part of. Water and food had to be shipped in from off-planet because of how little existed on Dune. Most importantly of all, the extranet was hard to obtain on Dune, giving its position in the galaxy, meaning Paul's family was going to be cut off from some of the modern luxuries and communications the extranet provides. Paul fell back, a little depressed at the thought that this would be the last time he'd get to play his beloved game of Duel. Paul had perfected the art of personal combat with his virtual reality rig under the tutelage of his three wise instructors. He wondered how he would get along without the rig. Just then. So, there... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, just then, Paul heard the soft, padded footsteps of his mother outside his room. He wondered why she was here so late at night. Then he heard she was talking to someone older, like really old, perhaps his grandmother. He rolled over in his bed and pretended to be asleep. Now, I mean, it's it's fucked up because she is his grandmother. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that's, uh, that's some sweet foreshadowing, I'm sure. So Paul's bedroom door creaked open. 
He heard the two women talking now. Is it really time to test him? He's so young, he heard his mom saying. His mom was a fair woman who had Paul pretty young. She had long flowing golden hair and clear blue eyes. Her lips were full and he once heard his father say that, quote, her bosoms were the envy of all the land. And Paul couldn't really disagree, although the thought made him a little uncomfortable. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, uh, boy, I, I didn't know Ernest was going to go there. I wonder if maybe that's like his consultation with Peter. I, I don't know. He did like oh, to you think, describe uh, busts. I, I mean... It could so be we don't know of which of them. Okay, we don't right. know. Right, we we don't know this. which who contributed what. It's credited to both of them. Right. Okay. Do you think? Oh boy, I don't. I don't. I don't want to know what's going to happen when he goes through the spice agony and and he can just live through the imagined lives of other people. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. So, nonsense. If he's really the Kwisatz Hatterach, then he should pass my gum jabor, even if it is a few years earlier than most get tested, he heard the older woman say. Paul recognized that Kwisatz Hatterach meant chosen one, and that gum jabor was some sort of test. But fortunately, Paul had already gum jabarred five <laughs> times, and knew all the ins and outs of gum jabar. <laughs> It was not unlike the ancient game of Joust. (laughs) (laughs) If you insist, your reverence, his mother said. He referred to her as your reverence, his mother, the wife of a duke. I mean, they weren't actually married, but she might as well have been married to him. Paul, wake up, the woman said, jabbing him with her walking cane. It's time to gom jabar. Paul got up and stretched. Pretending that he had been asleep had worked. Nobody knew any the wiser that he was secretly listening in on their plan. Nobody knew any the wiser? Boy, old old Klein and Kleins are really... (laughs) (laughs) Is this a rough draft you grabbed? Yeah, this is a rough draft. There's there's some editing marks. Who are you? He asked her, not bowing or confirming her authority over him. His mother may not have technically been a duchess, but Paul was the son of the duke, and a future duke himself. He didn't bow to authority, because that would make him look weak. In the chess game of diplomacy, you had to be strong and move your pieces with authority, or else you'll get walked all over and checkmated. (laughs) Okay. I I have a lot of questions, but I think it's best if we we power through for now. <laughs> I'm the Reverend Mother, she Are said, you... with a hint of bitter cold in it. She stared at me like I was some sort of idiot child. The nerve! I'm one of the Bene Gesserit. You might be what we were looking for all along. The shortening of the way. Come now, we must test you, she said, leaving the room abruptly. Shortening of the way, I asked my mom. I looked directly into her eyes, and there there was some sorrow there, I think. What's she talking about, I asked. My mother didn't respond, only turning her head down and leaving. 
Whatever, guys, I said. I put on my shades before leaving. Even though it was dark out, I had a condition where I had to wear my shades even at night. My father always joked it was because, quote, my future was so bright. <laughs> okay, that, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to pass my, my compliments to Klein and Klein. How, how did... Who was your contact? How did you come across I, I can't, this? I can't reveal my contact in the publishing industry, but someone very close but to... But it was J.K. Yeah. <laughs> I followed the oh, old hag down the hall towards one of the castle chambers. My family lived in a lush, palatial castle on Caladan. We were a pretty big deal in the Lansrod. Even the emperor was beginning palatial. to grow leery at her growing power and influence. And then next to that in the margins, it says in all caps, foreshadowing. So keep that in mind. I, that comes up later. Uh, I wonder if this okay. old lady was one of the emperor's servants. Uh, she might be. <laughs> I wonder if, he, Does, wonder if he read the book. You know, it is kind of weird that Paul doesn't, Paul doesn't know who the Bene Gesserit are. Well, it's a rough draft. Maybe they, haven't gotten, maybe they haven't gotten through Dune. It's a pretty long book. And I hear that they're trying to shorten the book. They're trying to cut down on the length to like 250, maybe 300 pages tops. Shortening the book, much like Paul is shortening the way. <laughs> yes, exactly. They are a sort of Kwisatz Haderach themselves. Not the heroes we needed to deserve, <laughs> but the heroes we got anyway. <laughs> so don't keep the Reverend Mother waiting. His mother had told him as he passed her in the hall. They brushed up against each other due to the narrowness of this particular hall. Anyway, his mom didn't seem to roll, see him roll his eyes underneath his sunglasses. He entered the chamber where the old hag beckoned him over. She produced a box and told him to put his hand inside of it. Uh, on second thought, I said, standing up for effect. I don't need this at all. I turned to leave, a common negotiating tactic. But then as I was leaving, I paused and turned around. I went back over to her and placed my hand in the box. Another negotiating tactic was to always keep your opponent <laughs> off guard. This reverend mother was no match for me. <laughs> and then... And then she pulled out her Kam Jabbar, a Glock 9. <laughs> you keep your hand in this box, or I'll fucking kill you. So, you know what I also noticed? Uh, the, the perspective shifted from third person to first person. That happens sometimes. That's a little strange. Yeah. The box sealed around my hand. I was suddenly alarmed. Now child, she told me as if I were her grandson. You must face the Gamjabar. And with that, my hand started hurting. It got really painful. She turned a dial on her side of the box and the pain increased. She kept turning the dial. I thought my hand was going to fall off. I screamed out, not in pain, but as a mighty war cry. I flexed my hand as hard as I could as the pain continued to pour on. Finally, I flexed so hard, I shattered the box in a mighty explosion. <laughs> Paul did radiate big chat energy in that moment, so they really channeled uh, Frank's vision there. 
Kolahaj, she shouted, a common thing for nuns to shout. Unbelievable! <laughs> you may just be the chosen one we've been praying for. Clearly, this reverend, reverend mother was of the Orange Catholics. It's sad that they pray to a god that doesn't exist. But I did the polite thing and reached my hand out to help her off the ground. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, she muttered, clearly coming to respect me. As she reached her hand out for mine, I pulled it back suddenly and smiled. Too slow, I said. Then I gave her some skin. I winked at her under my sunglasses. Uh, and, and the next part's just crossed out. It says, like, you know, for an old woman, she wasn't so hard on the eyes. And it's just, that's the, it just stops abruptly. Uh, and then, and then it, it ends with, I turned to leave as the Reverend Mother gathered herself. I let my mom back into the room so he could talk about me some more. And at the end of the page, there's a handwritten question, uh, and I don't know who it's from, but it says, and I, I quote, do Paul and Jessica have to be related by blood? Question mark. Oh. Okay. So that's um. that's the end of that, that first chapter, and I've got two more like partial chapters from this amazing epic, Dune Reloaded. Yeah, that's an interesting question uh, about Paul and Jessica having to be related by blood because, like, that's the whole story. Like if, <laughs> like if he's not the child of uh, Leto and Jessica, that it then he's it doesn't matter. But they could take it in a radical. I mean, they could change the rules. <laughs> they they could yes, in one specific way apparently. I'm sure it'd pay off. I'm sure they have a reason for doing that. Well, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, the next scene is really brief. Uh, there's a lot of editing. Uh, it's of the spice orgy. <laughs> okay. So my mother dispensed the spice orgy, of, the spice of life. Sorry, the I'm water ahead of, life. of myself. Well, it says the spice of life, okay? I okay, I, I well, don't write the rules here. I'm not a published author, so... Yeah, and, and the siege experienced what was known as a spice orgy. In the spice orgy, it didn't matter who you were. Man, woman, somewhere in between, centaur, uh, uh, gargoyle, tree. Oh, At the end of it, actually, it says sun, but that's been crossed out pretty heavily in red. <laughs> yeah, normally when... Okay, now let's just go on. At that moment, I became a man all over again and made Chani a woman several times <laughs> in the orgy. It didn't matter. It says how old or how young. And then it, it just kind of like there's just a bunch of red. I can't actually read any of the words after that. And there, it looks like a note from the editor that just says absolutely not at the end of the page. So that's actually all I have of that scene. So uh, which which one of... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so which one of our co-authors do you attribute that interpretation of the scene to oh man i i feel like that's like a mix right it's gotta be i can't pin it down to just one although there's some heavy heavy klein in there uh <laughs> with the man and the woman and the centaur and the gargoyle and the tree like that's some that's some pretty heavy uh klein stuff right yeah, uh, I mean, he is very progressive, as we know. Yes. it Love is love, as he likes to say. 
um yeah i uh not the direction i would have taken it no probably probably a bad idea i I think the editor kind of agrees with that with with how much is just crossed out do you know who's editing uh i do not i I need to reach out to my contact he he didn't tell me yeah because if they need like a another (laughs) editor or someone to just tell them to cancel the project (laughs) i can i can deliver that news Okay, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to my guy and let him know if they're if they're looking for more editors. Okay. So I've got one last. Uh, it looks like about two paragraphs. Uh, uh, well, we'll just wrap this up and then we'll get your your final thoughts on on Dune Reloaded. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I do love that it's called Dune Reloaded. <laughs> Because none of them use projectiles, do they? I assume they have guns now. Um, either that, or it's a a, a weird computer thing, like the way uh, the Matrix was. It's one of those oh. two things. It was doing a simulation all along. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it doesn't. We don't have the ending here. Actually, that might be in the the Brian Herbert books. I don't know. All right. So I had to finally take my place as rightful ruler of this. To do this, I would need to tame one of the giant sandworms of Dune. I grabbed my equipment and set out to the open desert. You really I... can't call him that. <laughs> you, yeah, you really shouldn't. I know Star Wars did it, but that was well, like the, in the in seventy nine. They, well, they weren't human they were like... beings. Called... <laughs> were they not? No. I mean, I know they called them Tusken Raiders, but well, they were. Uh, but I think they were aliens. It was. It was so weird. It's different. It, it's it's really different if you're. If you're calling, especially really, like, yeah. <laughs> well, look in in Dune, there is no race or gender. Y- okay. There absolutely is. <laughs> they talk about it constantly. <laughs> They're very clear about who's descended from what and what wave of migration they came in. And look, I, I'm not going to tell you that Klein and Klein's have actually read Dune. The entire thing is about a breeding experiment. You know that you know for sure this is happening, right? Like this is yeah, this, this is a definite slam dunk project. Okay, like your contact isn't just just messing with you. No, of course not. I don't know why he would. They're they're trying to rewrite and re-release the original Dune from from different authors. Well, then what are they going to do with that new movie they made? This will release like a year after the new movie so it will be fresh then and they're just going to do like a snyder cut thing where they just like get a redo yeah it's the new trend in hollywood and in entertainment the, I, the I klein think that... the klein parentheses s cut <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you i think that if this takes off uh they'll be rewriting the entire original frank herbert books like all of them well it's a big undertaking but like you said they are making them shorter yeah they'll, i'm sure they'll cut out a bunch of stuff and they'll boil it down to the essentials like paul's hot mom apparently so yeah he so he's he's out in the open desert and uh, i placed the seismic summoner that i had programmed myself 
and waited until I heard the worm approaching. The thing came up out of the sand, towering over me. It was humongous. Luckily, I had been practicing for the past three years to climb sandworms. In one swift motion, I got my hooks in its mouth, then I was on top of it. I placed my saddle down, and I was now Lord of (laughs) Dune. He rides the sandworms like a horse. (laughs) Yeah, he does. And that's how he became Lord of Dune. That is how he became Lord of Dune. I mean, that seems like a better name for the book. Well, maybe I'll pass that on. Lord of Dune. Now all I needed to do was to kick out the dastardly Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. I knew I was about to finally avenge my family. He had stabbed my father in the back when the two of them worked on starting. And then it just says here, it's like parentheses, space apple, filler name in parentheses. Uh, (laughs) Okay. And he took all the credit for my dad's part in, quote, company. And then next to that, it says Chome, question mark. Well, Chome was something of a question mark in the original book as well. (laughs) So maybe he's fleshing that out. Sounds yeah. like uh, uh, Paul's dad and, and Baron Harkonnen had, like, they started up Chome or something, and uh, Harkonnen ousted him and took control of the company. So he he then tried to kidnap my mom, and he killed my father when he invaded the planet. I know the official press release is that my father died of seppuku, but I know that's bogus. It was time to reclaim my birthright and defeat my family's enemy once and for all. And also the Emperor. And that's just the end. That's pretty, it's a pretty anticlimactic ending uh, to this manuscript. And also the Emperor. It was time for Dune Reloaded. <laughs> so yeah, what, what are your closing thoughts on this, uh, this new project? I know you know more about Dune than I do, so... Uh, well, uh, it sounds like... A waking nightmare that I'm having, <laughs> and uh, I want to say it, it can't be real, but a lot of strange things happen these days. I've not heard of them rebooting a book before. <laughs> it, it's um, that's maybe it's strange. time. Maybe it's time to set the precedent. Yeah, um, I guess. I mean, I think they were tired of being tied down by all the Frank Herbert stuff. They wanted to do their own thing with the Dune universe, or the Duneverse, as I heard they call it. The Duneverse. I think I I may have lost all faith in reading, <laughs> and I think I may never read a written word again. All right. See you next month or next week or whatever. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you or someone you know would like to be in the Words About Books audience, go on Twitter and DM the Words About Books Twitter relentlessly.